Hey, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am sitting here, I just scratched down some notes about what I want to share with you guys on this episode. And I wrote it down and on the top of that page, there's a quote and it says, it's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. And oh my gosh, how serendipitous because we're going to be talking a lot about that topic today. I am going to give you and teach you about two of the most profound practices that I put into my life, one of which I've been doing for many, many, many years, every single day, guys. It's literally, no exaggeration, the thing that I do within five minutes of waking up almost every day of the week, for sure, Monday through Friday, um, within minutes of my eyeballs opening up, this is what I'm doing. And so it has completely been the catalyst for so much of the success and change in my life over the last seven to eight years. And um, it's something I will never, ever, 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 ever go without doing. Then the second one is something that I kind of came about um, or came to maybe a couple years ago. And the kind of the irony of when this happened was tweaking a little bit of my morning process to do what I'm going to share with you today, which I call future proofing. And that came about at a pivotal point in my life where I had these big, 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 I had this crazy goal of being the top coach in a company of 400,000, which is just insane when you are in company, in the company of extraordinary, extraordinary women who work harder than you've ever seen anybody work in your life. So, um, but when I implemented this second kind of tweak into my practices called future proofing, I literally ended up the number one coach six weeks after I started doing this. And I believe this tweak to my morning process had a whole heck of a lot to do with it. So let's dig in. I'm going to preface this guys with a little bit of tough love, like I do lots of episodes and sharing with you and telling you that listening to podcasts, reading books, listening to Audible in your car isn't going to change your life unless you take action from the knowledge that you're gaining, right? Action is the only thing that changes your life. A head full of knowledge isn't going to get you anywhere. So I really just want to emphasize that I want you to actually do what I'm teaching you, not just listen and think like, wow, what that's such a great idea in theory. Well, in theory, your life doesn't change. <laughs> in practice, in cultivating habits, your life can radically change more than you ever thought possible. So let's dig in. Number one, what I call book of proof. And, you know, I, I went over a couple episodes, how to craft your vision. So if you haven't listened to that episode, guys, go back and listen to that because it's such a huge foundational piece to all of this, right? You've got to have a vision for your life. You've got to be crystal clear on it. And what a lot of people don't realize is um, when we're talking about our vision, so just a little tidbit here, you have to be talking about it in present tense, Right. So, and, and we're going to get into future proofing in a second, but I'm going to touch on vision for a second. You've got to be talking about your vision in future tense, meaning I am the top coach in the company. I have a great marriage. And again, deep dive into all of this a few episodes back. You also need to believe your vision, meaning it can't create conflict. It can't create inner conflict, meaning you can't say to yourself, I have an amazing marriage and your marriage is like in the toilet. That part of your vision would shift still present tense, right? But like, 
I love, I, I love that we're working on our marriage and things are changing every day. Like I love feeling that my marriage is getting better and better every single day. That, that should feel true, right? Your vision and your intentions have to align in your heart. Otherwise you're going to wake up and you're going to like monotonously just ramble off this vision and these intentions that feel like lies. And you're going to leave yourself feeling worse than you started. So the whole purpose of your morning process, again, tidbit here, put this down in your notes. Um, your, the whole point of your morning process is to feel on freaking fire and ready to go in and just crush the day, right? Like ready to tackle the day, ready to take it on. And granted, you might not feel that way every day, but your vision and your goals and your intentions, this whole morning process thing that's so important, it's there to take you from anxiety and overwhelm and maybe feeling tired and sluggish in the morning to like, like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's go out there and do this. You know, again, you don't have to feel totally excited, but there's got to be a shift emotionally. That is the entire point. Um, so let's talk future proofing. So I've got this, uh, not future proofing, I'm sorry, book of proof. Book of proof first, then we'll chat future proofing. Book of proof. What I call book of proof. And a lot of times people that, you know, have my planner, I don't even want to call it a planner because it's much more of a journal. Um, they come to me and they say, I'm really confused with book of proof. First of all, there's an entire two-page spread in the planner that describes in detail what book of proof is and how you're supposed to use it. So make sure you're reading that. But this is book of proof. It is not a gratitude journal. It is the everyday proof that life is happening for you, that the universe has your freaking back, that your vision, that your intentions, they are coming to life. Proof, 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 proof. That's why it's called a book of proof. That word is so much more powerful than gratitude journal. Now, I love gratitude. I think it's the most amazing thing in the world. It has the power to completely change your life. But gratitude can be soft and it can get monotonous. I've kept gratitude journals. And when I first started doing it, guys, it was in early sobriety, completely, completely changed my life, right? But after 20 years of keeping gratitude journals, it lost its luster. And I think a lot of times when people are um, writing down in their gratitude journal, quote unquote, they are writing things on the bad days like uh, my house, my husband, my kids, really vague generalizations. And they're not writing down and remembering that somebody brought you a cup of coffee at nine o'clock in the morning to the office. And that little act of kindness is really important because in your vision, you have an amazing work environment, right? Someone brought you a cup of coffee. That's a huge piece of bringing light to the vision of I have an amazing work environment, right? If in your vision, you're building financial freedom, we can't look for the six-figure, seven-figure paycheck today, but we can look for, I was able to sit down yesterday and just pay my bills. I was able to just write all the checks and not worry, right? Even smaller, that cup of coffee, you didn't purchase the $5 cup of coffee. Somebody brought it to you. That's money, like financially, that is transactionally coming into your life. So that cup of coffee is even part of that financial freedom 
that you're talking about, right? Like, wow, people are just like blessing you and giving you things. And, and when we don't bring light to the little things like the cup of coffee, we can never expect to get the big thing. So we have to find the proof in the everyday. Guys, I'm actually looking at my book of proof. It's right in front of me. Um, and here's the really cool thing that like I, I also have at the bottom of my planner. Um, it's like your wins of the week, book of proof, and then your biggest win of the week is what it says. So what was the biggest piece? What was the biggest piece of proof, right? That just blew your mind, that like rocked your world. And um, I'm going to flip back and actually find this. If you're looking for some more in-depth training on mindset practices and how to create your vision, how to reverse engineer your goals, how to craft your morning process, all of the things that I'm super passionate about, you guys, the Rise Up course is where it's at. It is literally my lifetime, my mind in a course, every single tip, strategy, and hack that you could possibly ask me about is in this course. So jump into the show notes right below and you'll see the link for the Rise Up course and my Rise Up planner, and you guys can rise up with us. Oh yeah. So I have things, guys, like went to Bora Bora. I launched my podcast, gigantic things like that, right? But then here's the coolest thing. One week, it was one of those big things, right? And I was like, well, obviously this is like the biggest thing that happened this week. It's a huge deal. And I, I read through my entire book of proof that I'd written every single day. And you know what jumped out at me more than anything, more than a podcast launch, more than a trip to Bora Bora, honest to God, what jumped out at me most was that one day I had written that I had just shared this little moment with Coco. We were sitting on the floor, my daughter, we're sitting on the floor in front of the couch And um, I can't even remember what we were talking about, but we were like laughing hysterically. And it was kind of like the secretive thing and like we couldn't stop laughing. And I remember my husband looking up at me and he said, did you ever have those? Did you have that kind of relationship with your mom? And, And I know that I didn't. And granted, my mom had six kids. She was busy, but I didn't have that intimacy, those precious moments, that, that kid-like, child-like laughter with, I didn't have that at all with my mom. And that to me was the biggest gift that week. That to me was way bigger than any of the big stuff, the big fancy stuff, right? Because in my vision, I talk about the relationship that I so desperately in the beginning wanted to cultivate with my daughter. So I talk about that in present tense, how we're super close and we have this amazing relationship and we talk about everything and we laugh together. Literally, it says that in my vision. But the book of proof allows me, instead of that moment being literally a fleeting moment in my life, gone, forgotten, it keeps bringing me back to it and reminds me of the joy and those precious moments. And that's, that's where the quality of our life comes from, guys. So that's book of proof. So I wake up every single day and I wander into the kitchen. I shoot my pre-workout and I literally leave my book of proof, my planner, my rise up journal on my coffee table or on my counter every single night before I go to bed because it's the first thing I'm going to grab. And it feels like I'm picking up a treasure box. 
And I'm going to actually, I wasn't planning on sharing this, but I will. Um, so then I just write, right? I don't overthink it. I just, I look back on yesterday and I write down book of proof. A lot of people that I coach do this at night before they go to bed, which is an amazing way to go to bed, right? Going to bed in that incredible space of awe and gratitude and just like, F yeah, (laughs) my life freaking rocks versus, oh my God, you know, the stress and anxiety that we usually go to bed with. So the other piece of this book of proof that is so beyond powerful, I had a year, it was maybe four years ago. No, it wasn't that long. It was like two or three years ago. It was December and it was Christmas. It was the holidays and I was kind of spiraling down. (laughs) I, I can laugh about it now. I was having a really, really, really tough time and I can't even remember exactly what was going on except I felt... I felt completely overwhelmed with all the things and all the projects and all my, uh, just everything. We had just moved into our, our new house at the beach, which, you know, the aftermath of that is just, that's a huge project, building a house and moving into it. Um, I also had rewritten the Rise Up Planner and it was like getting shipped to us from China on a boat, like, I mean, crazy, like next level project stuff. And I was trying to end the year as a top coach again. It was just crazy. It was a crazy, crazy, crazy season. And all of a sudden I fell into the comparison game. Everybody's going faster than me. Everybody's doing better than me. Everybody's happier than me. Everybody has a better relationship with their kids than me. And everybody, you know how we we do that, right? That's very unlike me because I write my book of proof every day. Because I write my book of proof every day and I look at that vision every day. I usually have a very heart, like just a heart full, right? My heart is so full of gratitude and I have perspective on the blessings in my life. But every once in a while, I lose it. And I remember waking up or going into Christmas Eve thinking tomorrow's the most special day of the entire year for me. And I'm not in a good spot. And I know exactly what I need to do. I need to wake up ridiculously early, like even before I would normally wake up on Christmas morning. And I need to read my book of proof. I don't need to write in it. I need to read it. I need to read it like it is a book. Get that there, guys? Like it's a book. It's a book. Read it like it's a book and start at page one. And I just know, I knew that. I think that thought was absolutely divinely given to me. So I sat down on the couch that morning at probably 5 a.m., Christmas morning, and I flipped all the way back to January 1st. And I kid you not, I had not gotten through the first 10 days of January. And I was in a puddle of tears, of complete, complete like I was flabbergasted, like in awe of how far I'd come. I was in awe of the things that were happening in January that I thought were amazing, were so small in comparison to where I was in my life that December 25th. And I had lost all perspective of how far I'd come all the things that we'd built, all the successes that we'd had, all the magical moments. And I just, re- I just had gotten through the first 10 days. And 
I was overwhelmed with gratitude and overwhelmed with my life and overwhelmed by the power of God in it. And that, again, is the power of the book of proof. On those bad days, you read it like it is a novel and you start back on day one. And there is no way that you're going to stay down in the depths of depression or anxiety when you are reading the amazing amount of blessings that have come into your life. All right, book of proof, book of proof. Let's fast forward to what I call future proofing. Oh my gosh, I just got goosebumps. Um, And I love this term. And I will say this because it made me feel so honored. Uh, My good friend, Chris Akuchis, KK, who works, um, she's Tony Robbins' top strategist and speaker. She actually messaged me one day and she's like, uh, can I, can I steal this? Can I steal this for like the Unleash Your Power Within uh, program with Tony Robbins? I was like, um, yes, you can. She's like, I'll totally give you credit. Like the whole thing. I was, I was like, no worries, girl. Like take it and run. I mean, this is all meant to like, just go out there and change the world. But yes, future proofing is now a part of that. So that's how cool it is guys. So listen up. So this is what happened. I, I want to talk about like what happened. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. I had notes out and then I flipped the page and now they're gone. So this is all coming from, from the heart. Um, I want to talk about your vision and how future proofing kind of takes you from this a little bit more general vision of like, you know, I mean, I always want your vision to be nitty gritty. I don't want it to be like financial freedom. Um, I love my life. You know, I, I want it to be like, you know, what does financial freedom mean to you? Were you able to pay off your loans? Were you able to set money aside? Were you able to get back? Like, what are the, let's get a little bit more granular, but future proofing really makes this much more about literally this week versus the big picture of like, maybe what we're trying to create a year or two into the future. So here's what happened. That year, and I told you this at the beginning, that the end of that year, so November of the year that I was trying to push and, you know, reach this goal of being number one in the company, I had been number two, I think, all year. And I was so far back from the number one spot. And um, I know this doesn't make a lot of sense to you guys that aren't in the coaching world, but we had like locked in a bunch of things, like 20 different um what we call rank advancements or 17 different rank advancements to be specific. Um, And then the hardest part is you have to hold them all together for six weeks. (laughs) And usually it's hard to hold like one or two together. And I had to hold 17 together and I was like losing my mind, right? I was losing my mind. I had so much anxiety, literally 24 seven. I mean, I look back on it and that kind of anxiety is kind of fun, but in the moment it's not fun at all. And so this is what I did. I was also feeling, and this is important here, that my morning process was becoming monotonous. Like I said earlier, I felt like I was waking up, reading my vision, reading my, you know, writing in my book of proof, um, looking at my yearly goals, my monthly goals, my weekly goals, working out. Like I just felt like a robot. And again, that's not what your morning process is for, right? It's really great to, to create those habits. But when your morning process becomes rote, when your morning process becomes lackluster, you have to change something. Now, you don't need to change everything. You don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but you need to just tweak it, right? You need to tweak it to the point where you're like, oh, I'm excited now to get up in the morning and do this new thing, this new nuance, this new little shift. 
And so this is what I did. And I got really freaking excited. Like it set me on fire. And so I've done it ever since. On Sundays, book approves every day, right? Book approve, it's a journal you're writing in every single day. On Sunday, I want you to future proof your week. So this is what I mean. You are going to speak and write this down. You're going to write this down every Sunday. You're going to write down as if it's seven days later, right? As if it's Friday or Saturday or Sunday or like your week is over. And you are going to literally speak life into your future, meaning, holy moly, we freaking did it. We held it together. We hit all the qualifications. Like, oh my God, we did it, right? Like that might be the one future-proof statement that I have in regards to that, you know, part of my life. Another part of my life might be, let's say Brian and I have a date night on Wednesday night and like... Uh, things have been a little, little like stressed lately and we're not communicating well. For that, I might say, oh my gosh, Brian and I went out on Wednesday night and it was just like the old days. We talked for hours. We connected on everything. We worked it all out. Do you see what I'm doing? I'm, I'm literally waving my magic wand and instead of looking towards my week and going like, oh God, oh God, like this is hard and this work thing is hard and the marriage thing is hard and I don't know how, I don't know what the outcome of this thing with my kids is going to be. No, no, no. You are going to speak the outcome. You are going to own the outcome, right? You are going to manifest the outcome. And so you're speaking proof of like what you want to happen And it's right there. It's happening the next day or the next day or the next day. This isn't some broad thing that you're doing for the entire year. You're not saying like, oh, I made six figures this year. Yay. You're saying, holy crap, I had this one potential sales deal that I was trying to close and I freaking did it. You know, so that's what I'm talking about with future proofing. Maybe it's Monday, Sunday night, and you're looking at getting on a new nutrition program, let's say. So many people are struggling with their with their health and their weight, right? So maybe Monday you're starting this thing and you're feeling apprehension and you're feeling anxiety and you're feeling a little overwhelmed and you're scared that you're not going to be able to do it and you're not you're going to fall off the wagon like every other time and that's the that's what's going on in your head. No, no, no. No, no, no. In your future proofing, you're going to write down holy crap, write it in your language, right? Like that's kind of my language. My language is I freaking did it. I always, I always tend to write that, but you're going to write down this new nutrition program blew my mind. I feel amazing. I have clarity. I have energy. I'm never, I'm never hungry. I feel better than I've ever felt. This is going to change everything for me, right? Maybe you're down two pounds or something like that. I hate talking about weight because I'm not a big believer in the scale, but you're, you're literally casting the vision for the future, right? So that is the power of future proofing. So I, as part of my weekly habits, sit down every single Sunday night and I'm like, what are my main objectives? What, what are my focuses this week? What do I need to make happen? Do I want to enroll um, five new challengers in a boot camp? Do I want to sign up, you know, three coaches? Do I want my team to hit some, you know, different marks? Like then I'm speaking it as if it's happened. 
And that becomes part of your morning process that you're reading those statements every day. And all of a sudden, your morning process has shifted. You are fired up about bringing these things to life. And what happens is you start to align your daily activities to help make these goals happen. It's magic, guys. It's the cherry on top. So that is it for me today, guys. Book a proof, future proofing. Again, if you have not gone back and listened to um, the episode on vision, it's really the cornerstone of all of this. So please go back and listen to that. And guys, I would love for you to leave a review on Apple Podcast. It helps other people to find the show. Share it on social. Share it on your Instagram stories. Um, and just give me, you know, shoot me back an email anytime with questions with feedback, with topics that you want me to share on, with guests you'd like me to feature. I would love nothing more than to hear back from you guys. Um, Thanks so much for being here and listening every week. And we'll chat with you guys next week. Bye.